Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is up, you guys, and welcome back to the Tea with Tina podcast. Today's episode, I think, is going to be a good one. So we're chatting about five things that I would do right now if I was starting my fitness journey today. So not going through all of my trial and error, you know, which a lot of people do. You go in blind, right? You you always look back and go, man, what could I have done differently if I knew what I knew now? So I'm going to save you a little bit of the hassle and just tell you what I would do if I was starting over from scratch today with the knowledge that I knew going into my journey. And particularly, I'm going to talk about fat loss and weight loss. And I feel like weight loss and fat loss gets a little bit of a bad rep. But here's the deal. Many Americans are obese or overweight. Um, uh, Many people in general are overweight. And it's bad. It's it's sad. It's really sad. Um, we need to lose weight for our health, to feel better, to have more energy. And, you know, that is just one piece of the puzzle. Obviously, I want you to work out to feel better, to feel more confident, to get more energy, um, to gain muscle uh, so you can be strong and prevent osteoporosis, things like that. But you know, weight loss and fat loss is one of those things. So I'm not telling you to, you know, lose the weight because you need to hit a certain goal weight, but more so from a health focus. And many of you want to lose weight. You want to lose those couple extra pounds you may have put on for one reason or another. Um, But there is, like I'm talking about today, a a right way to do those things. Okay, so let's dive right into that. First thing we have is lift weights. Okay, definitely don't be afraid to lift weights. I hear this from so many clients. They want to lose like 20 pounds um, first and then they're like, then I'll lift weights. Or when I lose this amount of weight, that's when I'm going to start lifting weights. Um, Or maybe when I get comfortable. No, 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 no. (laughs) We are going to start lifting weights now. And, you know, I, I want you to get it out of your head that like lifting weights is not like the Olympic lifter loading up the bar with like a 45 pound plate on each side and then you just whipping it over your head. No, this is not what lifting weights is. Lifting weights could literally be holding a five pound dumbbell and squatting. Yes, that is lifting weights. Okay, so don't let stereotypes scare you. Um, we, we meet you where you're at. If you have a good coach, they're going to meet you where you're at. They're not going to force you to like pick up the barbell. I honestly wouldn't even have a client start with a barbell until like probably two, three months into their training, depending on how quickly they progress. Um, That is if they want to use the barbell, you can just get away with, you know, dumbbells and cables um, and things like that before you really dive into that stuff. Okay. And I mentioned lifting weights too, because when I started on my journey, I did not lift weights. I mean, I did a little bit in high school because that's how I really started my journey. We were like, you know, I took a weightlifting class instead of um, playing games in gym class. And that's how I fell in love with it. But when I went on my own, I still fell 
victim to the messaging and I was like, I need to be a cardio bunny to get all this weight off. And that's all I did. I did elliptical. I ran. Um, I did the bike. I did a couple machines here and there, but it wasn't strategic. Um, I just kind of supplemented it in there. But I remember I would try to burn as many calories as I ate that day. It was bad. <laughs> and I was eating like 1200 calories. It was bad. Yeah, was I lean? Yeah, but I was like starving and cold and tired. And I think it really messed me up uh, down the road. So do not do what I did and definitely lift weights. There's a lot of good resources out there nowadays with this. Um, you know, you could start by buying somebody's like PDF plan to follow. Follow like some sort of guide, even if it's like, you know, a $27 guide it's something as long as the person is somewhat reputable and you enjoy their workouts it's probably not going to be a bad plan you could google free plans out there to follow back in the day bodybuilding.com was the spot to be i think they charge a, a subscription now who doesn't but like bodybuilding.com used to be totally free for like workout plans and you could just follow them those were some good days. So <laughs> um, definitely try to find that for you. Definitely lift weights. Don't be afraid to use the dumbbells. Um, don't be afraid to lift heavy either um, in relative to what is heavy for you. 20 pounds might be super heavy for you at this moment. 100 pounds might be heavy for somebody else. But if you're not challenging yourself, you're not going to change your body. If you go through the motions and you're not feeling a burn, you're kind of wasting your time, okay? So definitely remove the stigma, lift the weights, and, you know, if you need help with that, you're talking to the right person. Uh, absolutely freaking love lifting weights. I love showing women the proper form to lifting weights just because <sighs> I feel like we're not taught. Uh, women especially, we're not taught the proper form. We're not taught um, safety around the barbell, safety around dumbbells, um, how to really train to get results. It's so, so skewed. So yes. Oh, and I'm sorry if I'm a little distracted. Binks is laying on top of my keyboard, <laughs> sprawling out right now. I don't really care as long as he does not, you know, ruin anything with my keys. So yeah, that's where we're at. Anyway, so that was number one. Number two, <laughs> Uh, I may be a little biased, but this is the, the facts. Hire a coach. And my recommendation would be like three months. Like if, let's say you can't afford coaching, you know, for long term, even if it's a month, I'd say one to three months. Um, and I, I've suggested this to people before too. I've said, let me just train you to get the basics down, get your form down, um, you know, we'll go through the movements to make sure you feel comfortable. Uh, this is your time to kind of trial and error it out. And then once you feel comfortable, hopefully by the end of the three months, you'll have enough knowledge to be able to do stuff on your own. And that's always been my philosophy as a trainer. I've had previous bosses tell me like, oh, you don't want to give it all away because you don't want them to not need you. And I'm like, um, yes, I do. I, w I want to educate and empower you guys to be able to do this stuff on your own. If someone chooses to stay with me um, as a coach it's because they genuinely enjoy my workouts they probably just don't have the time to uh, program themselves they need someone to tell them what to do the the knowledge has no real I mean yes you're, you can always learn stuff but like I feel like that's not a driving factor and I have confidence in myself as my in my coaching abilities and I will not be hurt if you feel like you need to move on and I understand people have financial situations too because health and fitness is an investment 100% but you know that's something you need to think about 
depending on where you're at in your life, what resources you have available versus doing a free guide versus like, hey, I need some help. At the very bare bones, go to your local gym and see if you can get a free fitness consult with your trainer, okay? Or maybe you have a friend who is knowledgeable. Watch with that, though. (laughs) Um, I had a friend who, little story time, I had a friend who... He had a trainer friend that worked at a gym, but he was like a brand new trainer and he was helping him squat. This guy like never really squatted with the barbell before in his life, uh, loaded up the barbell with 200 pounds, had him squat it. He pinched a nerve in his neck and after about two days, because it was pinched, he blacked out from blood loss and ended up in the hospital from a pinched nerve. Uh, yeah, so don't don't always listen to your friends, (laughs) but find a knowledgeable, reputable friend, if you can, um, to help you out, and, oh my god, I'm sorry, my cat is literally rolling around on my keyboard, (laughs) all right, I think I got my cat under control, but (laughs) he was hitting all kinds of buttons, but, um, definitely, Try to find, like I said, someone you trust, someone who's knowledgeable in lifting and who can help you out. If it's a buddy, you know, they might be able to do it for free and you can work out together with them. They can show you some pointers. Um, Get a free fitness consult at your gym. Most gyms offer this. Now, be aware, go into it knowing that they're probably going to try to pitch you on training. However, if it's a good coach, they're not going to be super salesy and sleazy about it. You know, I'm the same way. I use a fitness consult as a way to get to know you, um, get to know your goals for when I see you in the gym. And I mean, if it seems like you're interested in training, that's when I will present the packages to you. But also don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, A lot of the times gyms can do like one-off sessions that are a little bit pricier than if you got them in a package, but you can still do them. You might be able to get a pack of three or a pack of five. So you're spending a couple hundred dollars um, opposed to, you know, maybe thousands over months and months. So you might just need something to get you started. And think about like group classes or in my gym, we have kind of like on-demand workout videos and people who can't afford training a lot of the time, I'm like, try these on-demand videos. I know it's a great way to kind of like you're following someone, they're going to show you the form. Um, It's not 100% like having a coach, but it's going to help you get the right form down. Um, And shameless plug for my own business, my online coaching business. If you're brand new, I would probably honestly not recommend online training. there's there's a couple instances. I do have a really good program if you want to go from body weight to barbell. Um, so if that, you know, if you're, you have some knowledge of lifting, you've done maybe some home workout videos, you've done stuff before, this could be a good option for you. But if you're totally brand new and like know nothing, if you've never worked out in your life, highly recommend going to the gym first. Get some experience under your belt because online you're going to be way too confused. Um, so I'd say at least six months of experience under your belt so you know kind of the basics of what you're doing. Um, But I do offer that. I do offer workouts. I offer nutrition coaching. Now that, you could be brand new. Everybody's been loving nutrition. I've done some updates to my nutrition coaching. I've made it way better, and I've seen amazing results with it. So if you're interested, um, I'll drop my link to my programs below in the show notes. Um, You can browse those programs, and you can always apply to see if we're a good fit. You get to see the pricing in the application to see if it's something you can afford because I am upfront with that. I'm not going to, you know, be sleazy and salesy. So anyway, (laughs) definitely hire a coach. So lift weights, hire a coach, you know, in whatever aspect you can that fits your budget, time, needs, whatever. 
Next, we have keep your protein high. Yes, 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 yes. Speaking of nutrition coaching, a lot of my clients, it's usually not the amount of calories that they're eating that's the main issue I find. It's the ratio of macros. So if you don't know what macros are, I actually did a podcast series a while back, like each podcast episode highlighted a different macro, nutrient, protein, carbs, and fat. If you want to learn more about that, feel free to dive in. It is the macronutrient mini series. You can look that up. I don't remember what episode number it is, but it's a while back there. Um, But it's really informative. And, you know, I see, you know, usually the carbs and fats are too high and the proteins really low. And not that it's bad, right? Because as long as you're eating a calorie deficit, right, you're going to lose weight. But it's about how you lose weight and how you feel. If you eat an appropriate portion of protein versus carbs and fat, you're going to stay fuller longer. Your body composition is going to be different. You're going to have that toned kind of magazine model cover look, for lack of a better uh, comparison. And you're you're just going to have that look that you desire. You're going to feel better. Your body's going to be more balanced. And it's just so worth it to keep that protein high, especially if we're weight training like we should be to preserve that muscle while we're losing fat. We want to keep protein up. And generally, it's 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight unless you have maybe more than 25 to 30 pounds to lose. There's a different equation for those people who, you know, have a little bit more fat on them. Because, you know, if you weigh 300 pounds, that'd be so unrealistic to eat 300 grams of protein, right? Especially if you're trying to eat in a calorie deficit. So again, that goes back to having a coach, uh, someone, you know, that you trust to help calculate that for you. And I'm going to say that with a grain of salt. If you're tracking your food, it's... um it's really just a guideline. Even me, when I'm coaching clients, based off the information I give them, we have a starting point. So we, I kind of, you know, think that your your coach is a scientist in some way. We're gathering data points, right? The more data we see, the more trends we see, we adjust accordingly. So, you know, if I give you a certain number and it's working and you're losing weight and it's, you know, a healthy rate of weight loss and everything's good and biofeedback's good, we're going to keep it the same. I'm not going to drop it more. I'm not going to change it until it stops working, right? So I want, I encourage you to think about that when you're um, tracking your own food and trying to find a goal. Don't stress out about the starting point. Try to type it into a calculator. Be as accurate as possible. Start there. Give yourself two or three weeks of following it like 99%. You know, you could have your cheat meal or whatever once a week and... If nothing's changing or your weight's going up, you probably need to drop it, okay? So, something like that. But that's my recommendation for that. Definitely keep protein high. Number four, do not waste money on supplements. As a matter of fact, don't waste money on your supplements. Uh, Waste it on, I shouldn't say waste, invest that on a coach instead. The money that you would spend on supplements and the detox teas and sweat wraps and all that stuff, invest it in a coach. And listen, I understand. I am surrounded by consumerism each and every day. And as any female, and definitely males too, you buy something and you feel good, right? Like you feel accomplished. You feel like you're, you're building your your empire or whatever it may be. And I follow this one girl. I won't mention her, but she's super cool. But she is, oh, she has the consumerism bug. And she's always, like, she's an influencer, but I really love her workout. She's cool all around. But, like, 
she's very materialistic and she'll just be like oh i bought these eye gels i bought these rings i bought this shirt i bought this 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 this." and it's always so cute but it's always stuff i don't need so i understand and i feel like a lot of people feel that same way with supplements you know you see a flashy new supplement and you're like oh my god i gotta try it and you waste your money on it and like it kind of works but it kind of doesn't and you're like okay and then that's it (laughs) right um so it's one of those things now I think I made a podcast episode on this a while back about supplements. Um, So you could definitely tune into that. The supplements that I do recommend, because I do recommend certain supplements. However, if you're starting out and you don't have the money, what I'm trying to say is the workouts, you know, creating a solid base is going to be more important than the flashy stuff, right? So, you know, getting the workouts in, eating the right foods, drinking plenty of water, getting sleep, and managing your stress. Those are going to be number one. Those are at the base of the pyramid. All those things. Once you have all those things in order, I would even argue working out would be second on the list. You know, nutrition, sleep, and recovery are going to be number one. Um, then you can add in workouts. And then you could possibly add in some supplements like a multivitamin to fill in nutrient gaps, you know, fish oil. Um, Then we get into like caffeine if you need a boost or pre-workout if you need a boost in your workouts. Uh, Let me just, you know, let me have it be known that I've been working out probably almost 10 years, almost consistently. And I just now got a (laughs) pre-workout. Um, I'll be chatting about that in a couple episodes, so be ready for that. Um, it'll be in a Things I Am Currently Loving episode, but, um, yeah, I got a stimulant-free pre-workout, so no caffeine in it, and it is amazing. I'm in love with it. It helps my performance, but I didn't really need it, but now I feel like I need it, so I, I got it, and it works. So, you know, get it as you need. One of those things, be smart about it. Don't just buy the first thing you see because it looks cool and gives you all these promises of, like, burning fat and looking great without no work, right? All right. And then the last thing we have is number five, go in with a plan. Okay. I feel like a lot of us don't do this. How many times have you, and this applies to working out and nutrition. How many times have you had your days and you're working and you have a hair appointment, you have a doctor's appointment and you're like, oh my God, where am I going to fit in a workout? I just can't. I'm not going to the gym today. Or maybe you do make it to the gym and you're like, uh, what do I do? I'm going to walk on the treadmill for like 10 minutes and then, uh, I guess I'll do like 10 reps on the leg press. Um, I guess I'll do some bicep curls and, I'll do some chest press machine. Okay, uh, stretch a little bit. I think I'm good. Bye. (laughs) Yes, we've done that. We've done that with eating too, right? You like start breakfast perfect. Like, yes, I am going to have two eggs, oatmeal, berries, some coffee, doing great. And then like somehow, somewhere, like you're at the office and you're like, oh man, I brought a salad, but they have pizza and donuts and that's free. And then I could stretch my meal another day if I just eat the pizza and donuts and everybody's peer pressure you and then for dinner you're like what do I make oh let's just go grab something out to eat because I'm too busy right that probably sounds familiar (laughs) all of that um so my advice to you is to go in with a plan go into it with a daily plan and go into your week with a plan so even me 
as a trainer, I follow a program. <laughs> um, after programming for like, God, 30 to 40 plus people every week, you get a little tired of programming, okay? Um, so I follow a plan. So when I go into the gym, I open up my app, I look at the plan, I don't think about it, I'm just like, yep, this is what I'm doing. So it's very mindless. That's a big reason people hire coaches. Again, shameless promo for my coaching services. If you're someone who knows what they're doing, but maybe time is a factor, you just don't have the energy to like Google research a workout program for you. Hi, that's where I come in. So a lot of my clients are like that. They know what they need to do. They just need the outline. And that's where online coaching is absolutely perfect. Um, so definitely go in with plan. Um, for your weeks, I teach this to my clients all the time, is you know the ones that say, I just don't have time. And I'm like, okay, that may be true, but let's check first. So on your day of prep, let's say for most people it's Sunday, because Monday's like the start of the work week, right? On Sunday, look at your calendar. Plug in all your have-to-dos, right? Plug in your your work times, plug in if you have a doctor's appointment, a nail appointment, you're going grocery shopping, whatever, plug it all in. Where are the blanks? Where are the blanks? That's where you can fit in your workouts, okay? Are you gonna do a 6 a.m. workout? Okay, because then we gotta mentally prep for that. Maybe we gotta lay out our clothes the night before, we gotta set our coffee maker um, to go off in the morning so we're ready. Uh, we gotta put snacks in our car, maybe from going, you know, from the gym to work because we didn't have time to make breakfast. Are you working out after work? Are you working out on weekends? Because then once you kind of set that appointment in your calendar, it's, that's gonna be in there. Like, it's like a doctor's appointment. You're like, okay, I'm going to the gym at 6 a.m. and I'm gonna be done at 6.45. Um, so once it's in there, once you kind of see how it can fit into your schedule and you're mentally prepared for it and you visualize your day, you visualize your week, you're going to be a lot more successful. And honestly, out of all of the tips I gave you, this one is probably the most important in my opinion, because you can do all the things that I suggested, but if you don't actually execute on it consistently, you're not gonna see results. And a lot of people skip on this because yes, it does take a little bit of mental effort, just like with dieting, trying to find the, the right foods to fit your goals and get into the habits, it's work, but it's a snowball effect. Once you kind of get into the groove and you figure out how it works with your schedule, it gets easier. Um, but that's why sometimes it's good to have a coach and accountability for the busy times uh, and the chaotic times or having a friend or somebody you can talk to and vent to to be like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to do. Like if I have to take it back to working out two times a week or doing just cardio because mentally I don't have the energy, we're going to do that because we're not going to like completely stop altogether. So it is kind of a constant battle of evaluation, but you pick your hard, right? Life is hard. Are you going to be, you know, upset that you have uh, pain in your knees from the excess weight um, or you have to deal with the doctor and spending money on meds because you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol? Or are you going to, you know, pick your hard of like, hey, I got to plan out my workouts and, you know, life's hard right now, but I got to make it work somehow for my body to fuel my body to give me the energy I need to face the day, right? It's all about how you look at it. So, yes, finishing up with a little bit of tough love for you guys. Um, our top five things that I would do today if I was starting my journey. Just a little recap. Lift weights. Lift weights right off the bat. And 
a follow-up to that too, hire a coach, especially if you don't know what you're doing and you need that jump start. There's many ways we discussed about that, budget-wise and, you know, research-wise. Three, keep my protein high, prioritize protein. Uh, four, don't waste money on supplements, at least at first, figure out what you need. And five, go in with a plan. All right, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you're new here, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I release episodes every Monday and Wednesdays we do whatever Wednesday. So it's a fun little topic. They're a little bit shorter episodes um, that we just chat about fun things. And again, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to leave a review. You can click five stars in Spotify, do five stars in iTunes or wherever else you're listening. If you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be happy to give you a free gift. Um, so it's, it's greatly appreciated. But other than that, guys, I'm going to pop out of here. I will see you on the next podcast. Bye now.